Hi, I'm Tyra G., your host of Frankly Speaking with Tyra G. Welcome again to our virtual global gathering of phenomenal listeners. Fearsome and generous, humble and honest, in pursuit of new possibilities and purpose. You know, here we dig deep and we come up strong. We bravely walk into places where tradition tells us there are some things you just don't talk about. We're not at this table, and no matter how hard judgment knocks, it can't come in. Beloved, here we live, we live beyond the wreckage. Every week, we experience, educate, encourage, and empower each other. We have a firm belief that everyone not only has a story, but everyone is a story. So, we share our home moments and stories that have been left in our pockets for too long. Although many of your stories, your voices will speak light into darkness, there is no insignificant person around this table. Each week, we start right where we are. The dress code is your authenticity, your inner awesome, and your belief that impossible is merely a word to describe the degree of difficulty. Frankly speaking with Tyra G is one of my most ambitious dreams. I thank God for every remembrance of you and your gifts of ideas, your presence, and your encouragement. They inspire me. I can't do this show without you. Thank you so much. You're listening to Radio Fairfax, Fairfax, Virginia, Cablecast on Cox and Verizon Files, Channel 37, and Comcast, Channel 27 in Reston. And we are webcast worldwide on the internet at www.radiofairfax.org every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, should you miss us, you can catch our archive, Frankly Speaking with Tyra G podcast, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you feel like connecting with me offline, you know that's easy. It's Tyra at tyragarlington.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you, Courtney Nero, for composing and performing our Frankly Speaking theme song. And for naming it, I'm listening. For six years, Frankly Speaking with Tyra G has been telling thematic stories to touch the mind, the heart, and the spirit. They've been multicultural, intergenerational, educational, and inspirational. And they've been told by you, my cohorts, my listeners. Thank you so much. However, here we are in the midst of an ongoing season of uncertainty, unrest, Unnatural disasters, wars and rumors of wars, and unnecessary violence and death. We've all been touched by a fresh sense of fragility in both ourselves and in our social systems. As a result, this has become a testing time for each of us. A time to look hard and recognize that we really are doing better than we think we are. This is a time to elevate voices of hope. This is a time to reimagine what is essential. 
This is a time for believers to remember. The author of Genesis is also the author of Revelation. God is still in the miracle business. So ultimately, this is a time to be encouraged. However, on occasion, in order to survive, we're challenged to encourage ourselves. We need to recognize that we're a journey, not a destination, a process, not an event. Even when we're still, we are motion, loving, serving, nurturing, encouraging, and empowering. We are love, and love does. But sometimes we get stuck between our no longer, you know, the familiar, the habits, and our not yet who we were created to be. And we may ask the question, am I enough? By the way, the right answer is a resounding yes. Some special words to establish our common thought space this week are repeated here by noted karmic astrologer, Dora Jones. And I quote, each of us comes into life with a promise a gift, a passion, and a deep, heartfelt desire. The promise is what you've come to life to master. You've made a promise to yourself to overcome, resolve, or heal some aspect of your consciousness. As you face life's experiences, you've given the opportunity to fulfill this promise. Your responses to your experiences determine whether you fulfill or break the promise you've made to yourself. The gift is when you come to give, is what you've come to give to life. It is the cornerstone of self-determination and self-actualization. The gift constitutes your talents and your abilities. The special things you do is only you can do. The gift is enhanced or diminished on how you do what you do and how you share with others these things that you do naturally or well. Passion represents those things that you pursue for the sheer joy of it. Those things that you do to make you feel alive and meaningful, valuable, and worthy. Most of us are frightened away or to talk about our passion. We're made to feel it's inappropriate or useless. The heartfelt desire is the thing you most want to experience in life. Some want love. Others want acceptance. Most want both. The difficulty we face is not losing our identity or integrity in the pursuit of heartfelt desire. Until today... You may not have been aware of the true meaning of the purpose of your life. But ju just for today, ask the Holy Spirit, your guardians, angels, and guides to reveal to you how each of these elements is represented in your life. Put this message on your mirror as a daily reminder. Today, I am devoted to pursuing a deeper meaning and a more divine expression in life. There could not have been a more perfect time to be encouraged and educated than by this week's guest, Miss Koi Holland. Her presence is so timely as we continue to focus on encouraging ourselves. 
Koi's going to unpack her title, which I think you'll find as interesting as I did. She's going to tell us what it means to her, and most importantly, what it can mean to us. She's going to talk about her journey to now, her why, and so much more. Miss Quay, the mic is now yours. Good evening. Thank you, Tyra. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me on, uh, Frankly Speaking. I am Quaylee Holland, and I am blessed to be a mother, a grandmother, a sister, and so much more to so many. I am an entrepreneur, CEO, and founder of Cue Your Body Lifestyle, which is a holistic fitness, wellness, and lifestyle business that help women to elevate and level up in their personal and professional life by developing their strength, rebuilding, rebuilding their, rebalancing their body so they can achieve wealth. And when I say wealth, that is W-E-L-L-T-H, which stands for your health, your happiness, and harmony. I came up with that word because being an entrepreneur, being an executive during the day and pursuing my passion at night by helping women, I realized that all the money that you can make, all the designer clothes that you can wear, and all the titles, status, and moving up the corporate ladder does not mean a thing. If you don't have peace, you don't have joy, if you don't have happiness, and more importantly, if you do not have your health. So I began this journey, uh, my wealth life journey of being intentional for those things after I had to leave a marriage of 27 years and had to come back home to my state of Maryland and rebuild my life with my um, daughter, who at that time was 10 years old. So I'm very passionate about being intentional with my life and empowering women in their careers, in their personal and professional life, that they can have abundance and they can have more if they do things in God's way and not think that they have to do it in culture's way. You know, I listened to you, and I was—I always take notes just in case you're wondering. But I have some key words that I want you to emphasize and be a little bit more intentional about. I love the fact that you said you can't have peace, joy, and happiness if you don't have your health. And the other thing I wanted to focus on right away, Quay, is your audience, your primary audience is women. Why did that happen? My primary audience is women because my my foundation started in the fitness arena um, back in the early 2000s. And that was most of the women, most of my clients were women. And I would just see so many, you know, of different backgrounds, ethnicity, cultures, 
And the thing that really stood out a lot was their body image. Ah. Not. Yeah. Not not feeling that they were enough, um, not having the confidence to pursue their goals and dreams. So I never I never looked at me becoming a certified personal trainer and group fitness instructor being my assignment from God. I never looked at that until really in my late in my late in my fifties that um that, that was that was the work for me to motivate and inspire women that they could do all things. Yeah. Uh, that they, you know, set their mind to. So it just became a passion of mine to just I really found joy in seeing the transformation in women. I love that. Uh particularly uh we intersect when you start when you were talking about these women feeling like they're not enough. I coach uh, a younger generation of women who are so smart, so beautiful, and are not walking in their worthiness. And you talked about a group of women that came to you, right, uh, because they saw their body image. And wh- where do we get that? We don't come into the world thinking, my body's not enough. We just want to be loved and changed and fed. When does it happen when we feel our mirror is other people? What, what, what right. happens to us? How do we get to, oh, I'm ugly? What happens? Do you know? I, I, I think it's a lot of different things. Um, it can come from uh, what you see in your home. Okay. Like, you know, like what what role model is your mom is, is your mother portraying for you? Okay, right. Mm-hmm. So I believe it can come from that. It can also come from a relationship with you know with your father. Let's start with that. Okay, how he used um, you know women and maybe comments and different things. Then it can be your personal relationships. You know, intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, have you been with someone? Who may say, you know, you, you know, you're a little bit chunky here. Can you, you know, lose some weight? Because I really have dealt with a lot of women that would be like so adamant that they had to lose this weight and it had to, they had to look this certain way. And I'm like, okay, are you losing the weight for yourself? Yep. Or for someone else? Because if you're not losing it for yourself you're never going to, it's going to be a difficult journey to lose that weight and to sustain it, more importantly. Um, in my practice, I would have um, women sometimes stand in front of the mirror uh-huh. and talk to themselves as if they were talking to their best friend. Okay. Because a lot of times, your best friend, you're 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 gonna you know you're gonna love on them. You're gonna say all those great things that you love about them, mm-hmm. and so it's like, why don't you show yourself the same care and love and compassion? And and I truly believe if you saying if you have that negative talk mm-hmm. about yourself, I'm I'm you know I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm you know I'm this or that, yourself 
hear everything you're saying. Your body, your your memory, it hears that. And it just makes it very difficult for you to lose the weight. Um, that's why my practice, I um, when I started, it was more on the physical because that's, that was my foundation of starting mm-hmm. as a personal trainer, group fitness instructor. Mm-hmm. And as I gained more knowledge and education, I, I was able to see it was more than that. And, and that's when I went into the holistic, the whole body, wanting to still work on the physical, but how are you mentally, how are you emotionally, how are you um, spiritually, relationally, socially, all these things, because they're all connected, interconnected. So I now just will not train someone for physical. I'm like, we have to do the work. Because yes. Yes, I've been doing this, you know, work for training for over 20 years, and I have learned over the years, if you don't deal with the roots of what is causing you to feel the way that you feel and to look at yourself in this way, it's going to be difficult. And so we want that whole body approach. And so that's, that's how my uh, business is uh, has I guess been birthed from the physical now to a whole a holistic approach to um, rebalancing your body and living a fit, healthy body that is for you, not not what you see on social media, not what you see, you know, um, your girlfriends. What is your body supposed to be like? You know, because one thing I learned in nutrition school is one man's pleasure is another man's poison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm always, you know, trying to educate women about that, that, you know, what I may do, how I may eat, and how my body responds can be totally different for you. Absolutely. And three things um, that are flags for me, but before I get to them, tell us about, the demographic, no, yeah, the demographic of your women, ages. I know you said diverse in uh, culture, and race, et cetera. What were the ages that you find yourself most involved in with the, with the, the female uh, component? The ages um, for my, my demographics are in the 40s and 50s. I'm 57 years young. Good for you. And Thank you. And everyone, you know, like you don't look like you're in your 50s. You look like you're in your 40s. So I track women in my 40s. And then I find it funny because when I have women that are in their 50s and they're talking to me and they're, you know, looking at me like, you don't understand because you're not my age yet. And when I tell them that I'm 57, they're like, what? So... Um, it's the 40s and the 50s uh, uh, that I track women. So you're looking at probably baby boomers and Gen X women. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking, you know, what happened to us? Uh, we know as we go down or get to younger generations that were born with a cell phone in their crib, we know mm-hmm. some of the things that are, well, some we know the things that they're most sensitive to today. And it worries me quite a bit, by the way. Um, me too. <laughs> what I, I was doing grocery shopping, 
and I heard, I know these girls were, if not early teens, preteens, two of them in the aisle talking, saying they sent their photograph to the website, Am I Ugly? And what happens is they wait for responses. And I thought it was a joke, so I came home. There is a website that people, mostly females, send, and they want to get a response. And uh, it broke my heart, bottom line. It just broke my heart because um, you just said, where do we as women get that idea that we're not enough? Or to the contrary and the blessing, where do we get the idea that we are enough and that we're more than enough? And that we're perfect, okay? And I'm guessing uh, you said our mothers, obviously the first thing, that's our teacher, that's our provider, you know? And as Mm -hmm. a baby, you know, they're going to love you. We hope they're going to love you. Uh, But something happens along the way. And like you said, is it a boyfriend? Is it your first intimate relationship? Were you ready for it? what about the things that enhance how you see yourself, the drugs, the alcohol, the et cetera? What about the abuse? And if you sit back and look at the menu of things that can negatively impact a woman, it's a big menu. And You're so right. I appreciate that you move from just the physical, which is very necessary, to the holistic. Because I have seen people, one of my girlfriends when I was at IBM got a full facelift. And she didn't, oh. feel, she didn't feel any better about herself because her problem was inside. Yeah. And it, it's a journey. It's a journey being a woman, being anybody. But the way we are today, this whole thing about beauty and the necessity to look like someone else is killing us. And I was guilty. Okay, I was born, I think, taller than the world and I had freckles and I, you know, and I I didn't fit and I didn't understand that there was something positive about me until I went to college. And I, you know, suddenly I was away from what was familiar, the patterns and the habits that made me think less of myself. And I started to like myself. So um, that was another whole experience. But um, I wish there were an army of holistic people concentrating on more than what the mirror is showing us. Uh, But I love the idea, and I want our audience, even if you're not with Quay or somebody like her, look in the mirror and talk to yourself as if you're talking to your best friend. And talk, talk, talk about what you see and feel in that mirror, the you. And, and just see where you come up, you know. Write it down in a journal. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm off my I'm off my soapbox. Journal writing is good. That's one of the things I, I have my clients do. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So now we know, we know kind of who you're talking to. Um, mm-hmm. I'm wondering how do you measure success? Do you, well, first of all, are you doing clients in groups or singularly or both? Um, when they take, when I sign up with you, am I in a class or am I just with you or is it my choice? 
Most of my um, business is individual. Okay. But I have done groups as well. So but most of my clients are individual. So how do how do you measure success? How do you know like this is good? You know, um, I did I did well with this client. How do you know uh, that you're on the right well, track? Uh huh. Well, most of my clients, uh, they uh, my programs are three or six month programs. Okay. And when we first start, my you know I do a self discovery call with them because I, I meet them where they are. So it's very important that, you know, I ask the questions like, you know, you know, where are you, where's your stress? How are your relationships? Um, you know, nutrition, just all the different components that, that sit in the physical, mental, emotional um, realm. And then I ask them like, what, is most important to you like where would you want to start and wherever they decide they want to start that's where we start and what i have found for all my clients my our business um and our time together it's just it's just very organic okay so we will start and you know i'll start peeling back the layers by asking a lot of questions and just listening. And a lot of times, you know, just guiding them through, they're having their aha moments and realizing um, different things through very deep-rooted questions. Well, and you know, then, I want to take, I want to, this just popped in my head. It's impromptu. I don't know how it will work out. But um, why don't why don't I become a client? Why don't you model for our listening audience what it might be like? And I'll be as authentic as I can as you ask me questions to respond to you. We may discover I got some issues. Well, I know I have issues, but <laughs> it may, you may be able to help Tyra. You know, we may get a session starting. But um, okay, how do I get in touch with you? I go to your website. How do I know you exist? First of all. Okay, I do have a website. It's uh, www.qurbodylifestyle.com. And then uh, you can go to my website or you can call my, um, I get my e, you can send an email to quay, Q-U-A-Y, at qurbodylifestyle.com. And then we can schedule your self-discovery call, which would last about roughly an hour. Okay. Okay, so I've called you. Um, okay. Ms. Quay, my name is Tyra G. A uh, friend of mine told me she had a very positive experience with you. I guess she's been with you about four months now. And uh, she is my friend, and she knows that I have some issues. So she thought maybe I should get in touch with you. I was hoping that maybe we could do, I think she said you take an hour to kind of, I guess, uh, discovery call. Can we yes. schedule that together or maybe we can do it now? <laughs> yes, we can We can do that now. Okay. So, um, Tara, first I would like to say thank you for, you know, calling and, and taking the first step of um, wanting to... To change your life 
So tell me why you uh, why you're calling today. Well, Quay, um, I am what I like to say um, at the end of the toilet paper roll. If you look at aging, but I'm also my spirit is very young. I am healthy. Um, I um, I've had some big big health issues like cancer and a heart attack and a brain tumor, and I've recovered. But um, I look at myself now, and the aging process is something I accept, but I don't necessarily like what's happening to me. I had a couple of experiences where I had rapid weight loss, and you know collagen over the years becomes minimal. So even though I work out and have musculature, I have what I call hanging skin. And I don't like to look at it. And I don't know what to do about it. And I can't wear half my wardrobe because I'm ashamed of my arms and legs. And uh, I know it sounds vain and I know pride is a sin, but I'm not a happy camper about it. Is there something I could do? So how are you um, eating? I eat. What does your nutrition look like? I eat very healthily uh, because I have to. Uh, I have to eat a a kidney-friendly diet. So I only eat fish and fowl. I don't eat fried foods. Uh, Minimal carbs. I eat a a lot of vegetables, a lot of fish, a lot of chicken. Um, I can't do my favorite thing in the world, chocolate, but I cheat sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I eat a very, I would say, comparatively healthy diet because I need to to stay alive. Okay. And you said that you do work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what type of what type of uh, workout do you um, do and how many times a week uh-huh. do you work out? Yes. Um, I, uh, it's been a pattern, of course, when I've, been ill I haven't been able to but now I haven't been ill for a while so um I would say I wore uh I do a physical workout five times a week which entails uh Pilates stretching and I have physical therapy for a rotator cuff I do that on my own and then I um that's about 20 minutes and then I try to walk 40 minutes each time Okay, are you doing any type of strength training? Because uh, strength, I use um, I use uh, baby weights. Yes. Okay. And I do. Um, I have to do push-ups against the door. I can't do them on the floor anymore because of my rotator cuff. So I do that, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like with the little barbells, I do for my arms, and. Uh, um, and uh, I don't do strength training as such for my legs. I do, um, no, I don't use weights. I do not use weights for my legs, no. Okay. So what I'm hearing you say is that you are accepting your aging process. Yes. 
uh, you 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 don't like the way that your body is looking due to the rapid weight loss. Yes. Um, and that are you trying to like gain some weight, or yeah. you like the weight that you're at right now? Okay. Um, this is an interesting phenomenon. I went to the doctor last week because I was concerned because my rings were loose, you know, and my shoes were loose kind of thing. Uh, and the irony is, Quay, I have a BMI of 21, which is pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. um, Very good. But what's happened to me is I'm singular, and I would like to meet someone and not be caught up in my mind that I'm not the woman I used to be. I don't look the way, because all my life I tried to take care of my body. And now I'm trying to take care of it and it's not working because that's what happens when you get old. Um, But I know it's in my head, but uh, my head is in my way. Does Mm -hmm. that that Mm -hmm. make sense to you, what I'm saying? Yes, that makes a lot of sense. so hearing that you're single mm-hmm. and you are, so I, I take it you are waiting for that, you know, special someone to pursue you. <laughs> yeah, you right. I'm that. running. I'm running after him <laughs> so he can catch me. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm chasing after him with everything I got so he can catch me. Yeah, that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um. But you did. But you, for some reason, you feel like that you are not um, your body type and how it looks now is not going to attract the person that you may be wanting. Is well, that- I think. Yes, yeah, I'll tell you a funny joke, and I don't even mind if any if my audience hears this. I was talking okay. my very one one of my very 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 closest friends, right? And I was telling her, I said, you know, when I'm lying down and I, you know, put my legs up, um, my muscles show and not the hanging skin, right? You know what she said to me? She said, well, can you walk on your hands? (laughs) Now, with friends like that, how are you going to run after someone until he catches you? You know, with on your hands. Come on. I know. That's. And, of course, she thinks, you know, like she thinks there's nothing wrong with me because she sees me clothed, you know. Uh, Oh, I don't know. Is this helping? Is this helping in our discovery process? Yes, it is helping in the discovery process because it's letting me hear your thoughts of how you think about your your, yourself, your body. And I I think, you know, us you know, having a couple of sessions or, or going a little deeper to see, you know, what is um, making you feel this way, think this way is important. Uh, and I would, you know, I think you would be a good fit if you are ready to do the work because it is a, a deep, it will be a deeper, um, you know, deeper discussion. And um, sometimes it can it can be emotional, um, 
I can, if you're willing to be as a pastor that I, that I watch Pastor Michael Todd when he talks about hot, if you're willing to be honest, open, and transparent, and and do the work in this process, I would be um, more than happy to be uh, your uh, coach through this process. And something you just said, uh, if I am going to be totally honest, I still think there's a residue. I had a very abusive marriage, and I've had a couple of negative experiences physically, And at the time, I was in an unhealthy place and thought, one, it's my fault, you know, or two, it's because of the way I look. All of that stuff, I I pretend like, I think, I have coped with it. But if I'm having problems with hanging skin, I haven't coped, in my opinion. That that is true, because you have to remember that, you are beautifully and wonderfully made and and that there there's you know we go through the process like this is the process we go through the seasons of life and the seasons of life is going to bring you know can bring gray hair can bring you know loose skin can bring bulges you know all different types of things and we have to um we have to look at to be blessed that one that we are still here because that means that God is, you know, still has work for us to do, but that, you know, when we look in the mirror that we are uniquely made and that, you know, we need to embrace ourselves, ourselves and and love ourselves. And when we do that, then that gives other people that shows and other people will love you as well. I, of course that resonates with me. And I was thinking as you were talking, I was 62 years old. The first time I ever assigned or said out loud, Tyra, you look pretty. And I was getting ready to go to an affair. I lived alone. I was in the bathroom and I said, you look so pretty. And I turned around and I shut the door. Like I thought somebody might hear me. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, I, and I I look back on that now and I said, oh, my God, you're in trouble. You know, uh, I lived alone. I didn't want anybody to hear me assign that to me. And yet there are people that assign it to me now, you know. Uh, so we get into the, the qualifiers, beautiful, pretty, nice, ugly, all of that stuff as well. Um, I have never spent time uh, recently building a profile uh, of me in the mirror around these issues we're speaking of. So that would be an introductory exercise between you and a prospective <laughs> client. <laughs> All right, why are you, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? No, I was like, thank you for being my client. One thing I just want to say, you know, I always tell people we're so on what is the external. Yes. But don't look at what is truly the essence of a person. It's like, do they have the fruit of the spirit? Are they, you know, do they have peace? Are they kind? Yeah. You know, are they love? 
pray because Mm -hmm. believe me, I have been with men in my life that are fine on the outside, but inside it's like, wow. Yeah. And so, um, I, I think, you know, we need it. We as women Mm -hmm. need to give ourselves grace and age gracefully and be proud of that. And, you know, and I just feel like it's just, it's a part of, it's just part of the journey. And you're so right. (laughs) You are so right. And as I look at the world today, uh, the world, uh, the things that I see and the women who will never have a conversation like we're having today because they don't even know if they're going to have food to eat today. Um, I look at them and I realize comparing them to me how blessed I am. And I reach out and pray. They reach a day where they could have a conversation that seems frivolous. What we're talking about now when they don't even know if they'll be alive in the next hour. So the fact that we can have this conversation is a blessing, number one. The fact that we have technology that allows us to share this intimacy and to be brave enough to share this intimacy. For all we know, there may be someone listening that identified or resonated with something that was said in the last 10 minutes. I don't know. I hope so. But, I hope so. Yeah. Um, let me ask you something. Who who mentored mm-hmm. you? How how did you get steered? Oh no! First, before we do that, you said something that I sh- I'm sure the audience wants to know. You said, "And the day I'm an executive, at night I pursue my passion." You want to unpack that for us? Yes. Yeah, so I have always um, my background is um, administrative so right out of right out of high school i was um with one of the top government agencies here um in the dmv district district maryland and virginia um that's what it stands for washington dc maryland virginia Mm -hmm. and so i i started right out and so at my age of 19 i was doing very well for my age and the money that I was making. And so my professional career has always been administrative and working for corporate and government and now education mm-hmm. in my county. But it, but I always had, and you know, they would say a side hustle. I always had a side hustle. I started with, I was a nail technician in my teens and um, I was mentored by, um, she's my sister friend, Ava Nett, and became a licensed uh, nail tech. Did that for almost, yeah, 20 years. And then I got pregnant with my daughter, Amira, who was uh, born in 2003 and decided that I didn't want to do nails anymore because I didn't want to be around chemicals and all these things when I was pregnant. So Mm -hmm. I was already on the health thing because I was, you know, already in the gym and, and doing things like that. And then, like I said, it has evolved. So 
when I get off from work, I I have on my entrepreneur hat. I you know I have my business cue your body lifestyle, uh-huh. and then I um, now God is blessing me with um, becoming a consultant. Something that I've been praying for. Um, that I've been doing some of it, but now it's like I'm ready. I'm ready to retire. I'm ready to retire from my full time and then you know i have three to five years to go and god is showing me that um i am i'm getting ready to walk into my next season for my for my career so i can do it full time my mission is to impact as impact as many professional ambitious women you know to help them to you know just live a fit, healthy life and to be able to scale in their business, but to be well, in order to serve well and lead well, you have to be well. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. My new, my, my assignment that I, you know, God is making very clear to me that he, this is where I'm, um, he's, he's leading me to. So I'm very excited um, for the work and for the women lives that I will, you know, transform through, you know, through my gifts and talents that he has given me. I think uh, what's important, what I want to underline is the acceptance and the expression of the fact that God has blessed you with talents and gifts. He blesses each and every one of us with talents and gifts and uh, we came here, you know, amazing. We came here strong, and he's waiting for us to walk into what he has created us for. And sometimes that's a journey. Sometimes, you know, we're not really in that space. We're in another space. But I think when we get into who we were created to be, things flow a little better. That's not to say it's easy. Yeah. It Things just flow differently you you feel like I can do it it's okay um let me ask you two questions how do you spell success how would you know if after six months you had been successful with me and I'll tell you and I'll ask you how would I know Um, well, through through application because every time we would meet uh-huh um, I would be having you to apply one or two things to move you forward. Okay. In in what your goals are, right? Okay. Um, so I would know success by you know you having those small wins because a lot of times we always are looking for these big wins and. And like you said, it's a process, it's a journey. So sometimes it may take a little longer. Right? Yes, and absolutely. We have, to, we have to be, you know, we have to be patient. Um, so just by you having those um, mindset shifts mm-hmm. on the way that you look at yourself and then how you're, you're, you're feeling, um, I always do a wellness, a wellness pulse at the beginning to see where you are, like, how are you feeling today? And I, I go through an exercise of, you know, where are you on a scale of one 
to 10, you know, 10 meaning I'm feeling, you know, my best, I'm awesome, I'm amazing, whatever word, verb you want to put there. Um, And where are you? Where do you fall on that continuum from 1 to 10? And I, I will have in my head, like, where I want us to start, and I may start there. But like I said, I meet you where you are. There may be days that we may have to address what you're going through right now. I agree. Yes. Yes. Because that's that's significant. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's important. It's important for me to meet you where you are every time. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that what may be weighing you down. um, And that's what I call uh, my weights of life. I do a lot of play on words because of me being a trainer and stuff. But the weights of life, there could be an area in your life. It could be a relationship. It could be career. It could be your home environment. It could be whatever. It could be weighing you down that is keeping you stuck. And now the work that we've been doing, you you just can't move forward at this time because we need to address that. Gotcha. Um, so um, I will know that there's success when you can verbalize the different things that you are um, experiencing or the wins of, it could be like one habit. Like for instance, very simple habits. There's so many, you know, women, and I'm not going to just say women, but people that do not drink enough water. That one thing. I got you. I got you. And And water is very important to our health. Yes, Especially since we're eighty-seven percent water, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So seventy yeah. percent or more water, right? Our bodies are made up of water. So when you're coming and saying, "I'm tired," you know, "I'm tired," or "My skin is this that," I'm going to ask, well, "Where's your water intake?" Gotcha. And just and then you know, give you strategies on how to start making that a habit. You know. 21 days is a habit, 90 days is a lifestyle. So it's just small incremental, um, you know, rituals, intentions will let me know that you are getting, you know, having success. Well, I am having success right this minute because you answered my question and now I need you to do your homework for me and share the letter that you wrote to your younger self. Would you mind doing that for me now? Yes, I will do it. Okay, you're on. Okay. Dear Young Quay, congratulations. I am so proud of you. Your life adventures are on the horizon, and it's more than you can imagine. You are positive, generous, loyal, and loving. You will experience traveling around the world, connecting with new people, cultures, and making a difference in people's lives. You are goal-driven and strive to do your best. You will go through seasons of disappointments, worries, and challenges, but through it all come great opportunities. You will learn that having faith and believing in God anchors you to Psalms 46, 5. God is within her. She will not fail. You will have the resilience to overcome obstacles and understand that having God in your life to guide your steps is the way. 
You will try to keep a balanced life during unbelievable personal and professional difficulties. There are times when you have doubts, frustration, unfulfillment, and lack of confidence. With God's grace and strength, you will transition and rebuild your life after a 27-year marriage that will end in divorce. Your voice, no longer silent, will be used to share your testimony. God is with you and uses the good, the bad, and the ugly for his glory. The great news is God planned for you to become an amazing, supportive, loving mother to your beautiful daughter, Amira. Although you were not expecting to have difficulty conceiving, but God. You will have so much joy seeing the beautiful woman she becomes. You will enjoy watching her excel in academics, athletics, clubs, and the friends she makes along the way. She will make you proud with her fire for God, compassion for humanity, and her passion that God will sustain her through all things. You will smile hearing Momager, an endearing name to express her love and appreciation in juggling her busy schedule. You're thankful that God chose you to be a mother. You cannot imagine life without her, and she will always be your sunshine. You will live a life, you will live a wealth life where there is peace, self-love, and contentment. You live your life to the fullest by spending time with family, friends, and serving others. You are a successful entrepreneur who has a passion for empowering and transforming women's lives in their careers, health, and wellness. You are open to new opportunities, connections, and weight and confidence expectations for the blessings that God has for you. God is positioning you for your destiny. Your, your obedience and yes is all he needs to use the unique gift that created you, a beautiful, fearfully, and wonderfully made child of God. Blissful and blessed, your future self. Well, I'll tell you what. Your future self is doing right well. I'm proud of her. I, um, <laughs> I like Thank to you. take a moment and leave just a little spiritual doggy bag for people that where their week isn't going as well as perhaps ours. Maybe they're saying, you know, I'm tired. I'm tired of being tired. Or they may say, I'm done. Some people may say, is this all there is? Well, I have a quote here, and it's from an author, Glennon Doyle Mellon. And I want to tell you, those of you, who have those issues, stop holding your breath. There's enough. I've created enough, an abundance of acceptance, attention, recognition, joy, peace, money, energy, clothes, food. I will never leave you without enough. And there's nothing to be afraid of. No feeling, no circumstance, no person. These things come and they go. And you can live through them without running, hiding, numbing, or hurting another one of my children. And did you know this, my angel? There has never been anything wrong with you. Not one day in your life. You are exactly who you were meant to be right now as you are. 
You are not to be ashamed. You punish yourself, but you have no reason to be punished. You can stop now. You're free. I want to let all of you know I appreciate you. I'm here and I'm listening. This is Frankly Speaking with Tyra G on Radio Fairfax, webcast internationally, www.radiofairfax.org. I want you to realize that you're here for a reason. You're smarter than you know, stronger than you believe, more love than you can ever imagine. So until next time, treat yourself like someone you love, okay? This is Tyra G saying bye now.